solve the whole issue fucking overnight. Uh, I'm a Journey Roberts. Thank you. Yeah, Journey Roberts! Making you think and laugh at the same time. Filming. Yes. I'm, I, my mind is still blown. Uh, your next comedian uh, is an incredibly funny man. He just rejoined us. He left. He went to hell and he's come back. He went to the seventh circle of hell. It's Texas. Uh, and he hung out with the devil in Austin. And it was so hot. He couldn't handle it. He came back. And we're so glad to have him back in San Francisco. Yay! Put your hands together and clap them wildly in a slapping-like fashion for Chris Knatzer. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. Um, I am from Austin, Texas. That's not entirely accurate. It was a lovely introduction. Um, but uh, a lot of people know what's been up over the past year or so. And I, uh, it's been my honor. It's really been my honor since I retired from comedy last year um, to just travel the nation and speak the truth. And that's what I've been doing, and uh, it's been wonderful. Uh, as time went by, the shows, the lectures got bigger and bigger, and, and fans of mine found out about my collection of crystal figurines. And uh, so invariably, wherever I go now, a couple fans will come up and say hi after the show, and they'll give me a little you know, figurine for my collection. And uh, my backpack is super heavy, uh, but it's, you know, I'm touched every time. It really means a lot to me. And uh, actually, just two nights ago, uh, was it? it was Thursday night in Cincinnati, I'm standing outside the arena, and a little girl walks up to me, about seven, eight years old. And she gives me a little crystal figurine of a lizard. And uh, she says, Mr. Knatzer, is it true that President Obama is a lizard? <laughs> I know, it was lovely. And uh, I said, yes, yes, little girl, Obama's a lizard. How wonderful is that? The children are awake. <laughs> As many of you are. I love that. The awakening is real. It's happening. People are waking up to the truth, as so many in San Francisco already have. And that's what I do. I just talk about the truth. You all know it, the truth. The truth is our American political system is a sham. Yay. That's right. <laughs> Elections are scripted like wrestling in the NBA. <laughs> you can hear the awakening. <laughs> the truth is 9-11 was an inside job and so was Hurricane Katrina. That's right, harp. The truth is that our government, like most governments on this planet, and the entire entertainment industrial complex is controlled by the Illuminati. And I may die for saying it, but the awakening is worth dying for. The Illuminati, of course, is controlled by the Babylonian Brotherhood. And those of you who are awake know the Babylonian Brotherhood is composed entirely of reptiles. <laughs> I hear the joy of the, those who are awake and it drives me farther. 
no sacrifice is too great. That's right, the reptilians, little green men, aliens, whatever you call them, whatever you think, they're here. They've always been here. What I'm telling you is not a glitch in the hologram. What I'm telling you is not a glitch in the hologram. What I'm telling you is not a glitch in the hologram. You're programmed to not believe me. You've been brainwashed by years of transmissions from the hollow moon base. Yeah, come on. Moon landing, that's about as real as ISIS. Get real. Wake up. Reptilians control us. They're poisoning us with chemtrails. They're poisoning us with capitalism. The Super Bowl, Fox News, CNN, NBC, CBS, BDSM. It's all a distraction. Head and circuses. Just trying to keep your eyes off the truth. The reptilians are among us. You may be intimate with reptilians and not even know it. You may know friends. You may have lovers. I don't, I don't want to get too far off track, but just like a, a brief PSA, just in case some of this rings true for you, you could be dating a reptilian. Uh, is your partner into cold, emotionless sex? Some of you are nodding. Yeah. Is your partner subject to wild temperature fluctuations, always complaining about being too hot, too cold? <laughs> this could be reptilian behavior. Have you ever witnessed your partner draining a baby of its blood like a Capri Sun? <laughs> That's a red flag. Sooner or later, a reptilian will reveal its insatiable thirst for human baby blood. There, I mean, think about it. There's somebody you know, a friend or a family member who's already too eager to hold a baby, holds it like a sandwich. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm going to eat you right up. Keep your eye on them. And now, we, you know, we've all seen the YouTube videos of George W. Bush frolicking at Bohemian Grove, dancing around and drinking human baby blood. It's called YouTube, people. There's a revolution. Wake up. All of our politicians, even the ones that we still sort of kind of believe in, Hillary Clinton, Bernie Sanders, reptiles. The new fun pope, reptile. A very wise comedian, Journey Roberts, once said, fuck celebrities, if you were listening. <laughs> It's true, most of our beloved celebrities are also reptiles. Taylor Swift, reptile. LeBron, reptile. Oprah is a reptile. Willem Dafoe, human. That was a huge surprise. Both sides shocked to find that one out. And look, I don't wanna to get too carried away. The answer, always, always is love. And we have to find a way to love as a species. And uh, that's why I'm willing to admit that I'm so happy for the recent success of Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, yeah he's, uh, he's getting huge right now, right? <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch, I love, I love his work. And uh, he is a 2,000-year-old snapping turtle. 
He has paid his dues, he's done the work, and uh, I'm just happy for his success. I really am. Drink as many babies as you want, Benedict. <laughs> I'm saying I can't wait to see Doctor Strange. Oh, I, I know that I've lost some of you. The awakening is also gradual, uh, but I, I felt the warmest there when we were talking about relationships, so we could, we can do jokes for old times' sake, back when I used to be a comic. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I learned a lot from my last girlfriend, and uh, when I say last, I, I don't just mean my most recent, I think it's the final one. Uh, I'm, I'm good now, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we dated for a year and she is a prostitute. Uh, well, thanks for giggling, thank you. I've uh, been trying to find the humor in that for some time. Uh, and uh, you have to be emotionally tough when you're dating a prostitute, you can't be a jealous person. And really the only time that I would get hurt uh, on occasion, you know, she would come home from work and I would massage her feet and uh, in retrospect, that was stupid. It's the only thing she's not using. Um, and we would uh, drift off to sleep together and sometimes she would fart in her sleep and uh, the farts would smell like cologne. I know. That's sad because uh, gentlemen, when they visit ladies of the night are not dousing their genitals with cologne. It's from their wrists. All of my fart jokes are slow burners, sorry. You know who probably hates farts the most? Deaf people. On my way over here, I'm going to get off now, but I would like to tell you at least one joke since I've been up here for 10 minutes. Um, on my way over here, and this, I don't even know if it's a joke, it's true. Uh, I was walking over and I have to rest a lot because I'm 43 and I was sitting down on a bench and there was a woman next to me and she was breastfeeding her baby. And I, you know, you can't help it. And uh, so she got perturbed with me looking over there and she said, you know what, sir? I'll have you know that breastfeeding is perfectly natural. And I said, yes, ma'am, I agree with you. Breastfeeding is perfectly natural, but so is masturbation. And I don't do that in public under a tiny blanket. <laughs> Thank you. Yay! Give it up for Pam. Yay! Yay! Keep clapping your hands wildly. It's Chris Cadenzer. Yay! Noise Pop 2015, and we're here, and I'm so excited. We're here at, at the very special Pam Tassis Comedy Clubhouse. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. You're here at MutinyRadio.fm. Listen to all our podcasts. Our next comedian is not only, like, the most supportive person I know of the station, she's also incredibly funny and so smart and witty and amazing. You guys are going to love her comedy. Clap your hands together. Slap those meat paws like you really mean it for Shelly Strabel. Mutant. 
Mutiny Radio, noise, pop, block, afternoon. Here we are, Saturday evening. Thank you guys so much for being here at a special edition of Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse. Yeah. <sighs> My name is Shelly Strabel. I gotta tell you, I'm still reflecting on, uh, on 9-11. You know, the anniversary of 9-11 was yesterday. And I gotta say, uh, you know, comedians, we, we get into trouble a lot of times because um, we try to make jokes about difficult things, you know? Sometimes we don't say the right thing. Sometimes we get in trouble on stage. But for all my fellow comedians today, thinking about the anniversary, I just want to say, you know what, you guys? We, um, we can never bomb harder or disappoint more people than George W. Bush. <laughs> so we're fine. Like, we're fine. It's going to be great. God, thinking about terrorism, too. That's on the mind. That's a, that's a, that's a tricky subject. Terrorism. What, what terrorizes me? Like, aside from my mother, like, what terrorizes me? Kanye West. Kanye West is every fucking place I look. Every place there is. I went to go open the mailbox yesterday. Do you know what I found? Do you know what I found? This was upsetting. On the cover of the New Yorker magazine is like, is like my last bastion of intellectualism and it's Kanye West on the cover. I'm like, this can't be. And he's holding a newspaper that says Trump defeats Kanye. Fuck, fuck, you talk about terrorism. Like this dude's everywhere. I turned on the television last week. I never watched the television. I turn on the television. I'm flipping through the channels and there's the MTV Awards. And I'm like, holy shit, there's Kanye West. It's Kanye West, every fucking place you look. And Kanye West is receiving a Lifetime Achievement Award from MTV, which basically is like the industry's way of saying like, dude, you fucking stop. Like you can just stop now. Like you can be done. You know, we get Madonna one, you're the same, just stop. But so you should have seen the awards when he was there. It's Kanye West on the stage wearing his sweatpants on a little teeny tiny stage and in back of him his name and lights Kanye West and this motherfucker standing on stage and he says It's not all about me <laughs> And I'm like bro, this is the one time in your life that it actually is about you <laughs> like, Where are you? Are you paying attention? MTV and then and then just behind me on the time. Oh my god. Time Magazine, most influential people. Most influential people? Kanye West, now look at, the, look at this Time Magazine. They could have given me any one of like six different covers. You know, Bradley Cooper, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, I would like this one, but Time Magazine was like, no, Shelly, based on the demographic, like the zip code of where you stay at and the fact that your Google cache is full of interracial porn, we're gonna put Kanye West on the cover of your magazine. Oh, it's infuriating, he's everywhere. And then of course, every Grammys, every single Grammys is just infected with his presence. It doesn't matter, it's the album of the year. Oh, yeah, should have been Beyonce. It's the artist of the year. Oh, yeah, should have been Beyonce. You know what, you wanna be an asshole, like the celebrity, fuck celebrities. You wanna be one of these people, that's fine, but bro, Kanye, where were you when Hillary Clinton was announcing a presidential bid? Like, should have been Beyonce. That is proper use. Kanye West, my God, he's gone to speaking engagements at, at higher educational institutions. Did you know this? The, the Chicago School of Architecture. He went to go talk to the Chicago School of Architecture. I was like, what is this guy gonna talk to them about? He can barely construct a cohesive sentence. <laughs> but okay, like go talk to the architects. And then Oxford University. Oxford University hired him to come speak. And it's like, Oxford, did you know his first album is called College Dropout? Kanye is in non, he's what, an avid non-reader of books? 
I, I can only imagine the administrative nightmare that went on in the Oxford, uh, you know, it, the office that made that happen. Uh, Mr. Thompson, sir, uh, it seems that there's been a uh, mix-up in the scheduling for speaking engagements next week. Harold, what does it go on? Uh, well, Mr. Thompson, uh, it seems as though we've sent an invite to a one Mr. Kanye West, uh, when indeed, in fact, it was supposed to have gone uh, to one Dr. Cornell West. God damn it, Harold, how could you have made such a terrible mistake? This is impossible, it should have been Beyonce. Should have been Beyonce. Should have been Beyonce. All right. What about online videos? Do you guys watch online videos? Cats, cats, cats. Cats, cats, None of those have it. I watch. I watch crazy. I like you know crazier versions of online videos. You know ones that have like trigger warnings. Have you guys seen they have trigger warnings? And it's like, I kind of think they should have trigger warnings in real life. You know, like I. In fact, maybe they do because every time the phone rings and it's my mom's ringtone. I sort of like go into this mode, I go into like the MTV, like Kanye at the MTV Awards, like, no, like it isn't all about me. Whatever mom calls, that's a trigger warning. I don't know, maybe there should be trigger warnings. Maybe there should be trigger warnings for black people, just every time they walk out the front door, you know, just trigger warning. Heads up, not funny because it's true. That's all right, not funny because it's true. People really like to talk about, uh, you know, in terms of violence, terrorism, internal terrorism. They love to publicize black-on-black -black violence, black-on-white violence, but they really don't talk about white-on-white violence. Or if they do, they don't even call it that. They just say, like, marriage, you know? It's like, because that's what we do. Like, our terrorism is institutionalized. You know, it's crazy. Like, white terrorism is as old as ancient Rome, and I just wonder, like, were we all sucking on Jello pudding pops when we got the history lessons? Never forget, we don't remember shit about our history. We don't look at anything about who, like we're a country, the United States, we're a country, we call Donald Trump a presidential candidate. You know what I mean? Like we call Vanilla Ice a rapper. We call the Terminator our governor. Like we did that. We call, we call technology disruptive when it used to be living your philosophy that was disruptive. We call McDonald's food. Like, we're cool with that. We'll call, we'll call Bill Cosby a family man. And fuck it, we'll call Bruce Caitlin. We don't care, it's fine. Do what you wanna do. Like, we, su we support that. We'll call it healthcare and we'll give it to everybody, but it should probably be called health, I don't care. Here's a prescription. It's called kill yourself roll. Or better yet, health, you probably still can't afford it. <laughs> like, that's where we live. All right, let's go to a happier place. You want, let's go to a happier place. We'll go to a funeral. I did spend, I did spend a couple weekends ago, you guys, uh, I went to two funerals. Two funerals in a weekend, and it was so fucking sad that neither one of them was for my mom. And I go to this one funeral for my friend Milton, who uh, is a retired, he's a fighter, but he's a retired MMA referee. Uh, everybody who's there is very health conscious, very fit, and they're also all black. I'm one of three white people there. Uh, and I'm tr doing my best to make small talk, you know, because you got to make small talk at these things. So I'm talking to Cousin Joya, and Cousin Joya's like, yeah, you know, I don't mix my, my proteins and my starches anymore. You know, I don't. And her husband, her hu yeah, her husband was like, well, I don't even eat bananas anymore because they're too starchy. And I'm standing there like, I eat cigarettes. 
Like, I don't even fit in with this crowd. And, you know, they'd say that there is, you know, a health epidemic in the black community. And I'm looking at all these fine, amazing, beautiful, fit people, and I'm like, the only reason that they have high blood pressure and are dying young is because they have to leave the house and deal with white people. <laughs> That's it. Trigger warning. My name's Shelly Strabel. Thank you, guys. Enjoy the rest of the show. MutinyRadio.fm. Keep clapping wildly for Shelly Strabel. Yay! Uh, you guys are listening to the Noise Pop Block Party 2015. Amazing show. Hey, if you were here earlier, you got to hear the face-melting metal of Floating Goat. Uh, they're also playing in the fills right now. Uh, hey, amazing stuff. Their drummer is also a comedian. Can you believe it? Absolutely true. Put your hands together and just go crazy right now like you haven't yet. Go nuts. Absolutely lose your minds. It's drummer comedian Aaron Barrett. Yay! All right. We are having a comedy party tonight, aren't we? Yeah, I know, I know. Everybody's here stuck inside. Everybody wants to go outside and get high. Oh, shit. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, I'm a retired general in the KISS Army. Can't help it. God, I wish they would retire. Let the Juggalos take it from here. Jesus. No? All right. We won't let the Juggalos take it from here. I don't know about you guys, man, but my rock star partying days are way over. They are way over. I drink and I smoke weed. That's it. I have not done cocaine in at least six or seven years. Because let's face it, cocaine's one of those drugs, if you're going to do it, you want to do it all fucking night, you know what I mean? So nowadays it always cracks me up because I don't do it, but there's always some guy who will come up to me at a bar or at a party, he'll be like, hey bro, you want a little bump, huh? You want a little bump? I'm always like, "Uh, I don't know. You want me to follow you around the rest of the night pretending to like you? (laughs) Fucking bump. I want the whole bag, dick. By the way, if you're a guy and you're offering another guy coke, what the hell's wrong with you? It's for the strippers, buddy. It's for the strippers. Ah, uh, man. I, uh, I'm single, and I don't have any coke, so I have to get women the hard way. I actually have to talk to them. It sucks. But there's certain women I will not talk to. You know the ones who have that real annoying voice? They're like, yeah, I know, right? I can't believe it. Yeah. Drives me nuts. When I was outside a bar the other night, there was two of those girls outside on the sidewalk chirping away. All of a sudden, I hear one girl say to the other girl, she was like, yeah, and then I made the mistake of telling Laura. And I fucking lost it. I walked right up to her. I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. She's like, excuse me? I'm like, you can't trust Laura, man. <laughs> She's going to tell everybody. Get us all in trouble. I actually refer to those women as the Louis Vuitton girls, you know? Because they always have, like, Louis Vuitton, like, purse, the matching luggage, the matching dish towels. I don't know what else they make, but... I wish Louis Vuitton would make something a little bit more practical for these women. Something they could really use, you know? Like, how about the Louis Vuitton noose? How about that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they found Laura hanging in the shower last week, but she looks so cute. (laughs) Laura's last selfie. Maybe they could, maybe Louis Vuitton can make a suicide selfie stick. How about that? Your last fucking selfie. Uh, please. I, uh, I am single and it sucks, dude. You guys, this is mostly for the men. You guys got to be careful who you sleep with. There's a lot of STDs out there, guys. 
And I don't know about you, most of the women I've slept with have been here in the lower 48 states. Uh, but I gotta warn you guys, do not sleep with women from Alaska. I met a girl from Alaska about six months ago, and uh, you guys have no idea how hard it is to get rid of king crabs. It's <laughs> boiling water and melted butter, that's it, you know? <laughs> Fucking eat that shit. Oh shit, I have a, I have a crazy buddy, he's, he's really conservative and religious, and he just makes words up, you know? like religious themed words, you know, when we talk about social issues, like, I asked him, like, I was like, hey, dude, you know, there's a lot of racial shit going on in this, in this country right now. How do you feel about racism? He's like, actually, I don't even believe in racism. I'm a wraithiest. <laughs> like, what? It's not a word, dude. Get out of here. This is one. I was like, all right, all right. How about this one? How do you feel about homosexuality? Do you think it's a choice or do you think it's something you're born with? And he stopped. He was like, actually, on that, I am not sure. I'm more of a fagnostic on that one. Uh, fucking guy. Trying to get in shape. One of my buddies looking at me. He's like, dude, look at you. He's like, you're out of shape. What are you going to do if you get in a fight? What's your first move? And I'm like, fucking. He's like, karate kid? That's not fucking mixed martial arts. That's not martial arts. You got to get into mixed martial arts. I'm like, all right, whatever. He's like, dude, come to the bar with me this Friday and check out the UFC championship. It's like, okay, whatever. I had actually, I've heard of UFC, but I'd actually never seen it before. Have you guys all seen UFC here? Yeah? yeah. This shit, oh my, this shit's violent. But after watching for like three minutes, I was like, wait a minute. This shit's pretty gay. Mixed martial art? Art of what? Spooning? It's like extreme spooning. <laughs> the hell does UFC stand for anyway? Ultimate fondling and cuddling? Sure enough, though, I ended up getting a fight with this guy, but I got the first move, and I swept his leg, and I had him on the ground in a headlock. I was spooning him real fucking tight, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, I don't know what happened, though. He must have felt my boner going in his butt because he flipped me over so fast. I didn't know it hit me. I thought I was dead. And all of a sudden, he whispered in my ear. He was like, I like your moves, bro. I was like, I like yours, too. That was pretty sweet right there. And he was like, you want to get together and spar sometime? And I was like, you got any coke? <laughs> he was like, yeah, bro. So we've been spooning for about two weeks now, yeah. Nothing serious, light spooning on the kitchen counter. Uh, it is 9-11 uh, uh, anniversary, and um, I don't know if you guys know, George W. Bush is actually here in town to celebrate. Uh, and I don't know if you guys know he's been doing comedy. Uh, he actually asked me if he could have some of my set to do to do his comedy for you. So uh, let's see if I can summon him here for a second. My name's George W. Bush, and I love tacos. I appreciate that. I know a lot of you might not recognize me. This is what I call incognito. It's a fancy word for disguise. This is what I call my liberal look. It's the kind of look that says, hi, I'm comfortable with abortion and gay sex. <laughs> Appreciate that. A lot of people ask me, say, George, why do you want to do stand-up comedy? I said, well, I was wanting to know what it was like to bomb a stage. Appreciate that. I appreciate that. Are there any Republicans in the room here? No elephants in the room. Okay. okay. Appreciate that. 
lot of people warned me. They said, George, why do you want to do comedy in California? It's a liberal capital. I said, well, I want to come back and make amends. I've made some mistakes in the past, San Francisco. You've made some mistakes in the past. Namely, Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know Skeletor had a twin sister. <laughs> creepy, creepy, creepy. A lot of people ask me, they say, George, aren't you worried people are going to throw tomatoes at you? I said, well, I've been to Iraq. They throw shoes at you in Iraq. There's an old saying in Iraq. I'm not sure if you've ever heard this one. It goes a little something like this. Shoe me once, shame on you. Shoe me twice, well, you ain't got no shoes. <laughs> appreciate that, appreciate that. A lot of people have asked me, said, George, what have you been doing in your spare time? What kind of extracurricular activities you be getting into? I said, well, I went to my first rave in San Francisco last weekend. Apparently, there's an Amber Alert for someone named Molly. <laughs> if you see her, call Amber. I'm not sure how that works. Appreciate that. Took some acting lessons recently. Very similar to my college days. All I have to say is line, please. <laughs> Appreciate that. Me and Laura went and spent some time in Hawaii this summer. Took some waterboarding lessons. <laughs> First day was torture. Torture. Appreciate that. A lot of people ask me what it was like to hang out with Dick Cheney, or as we used to call him, Dictator. He loved tater tots, he did. 425 degrees, 20 minutes, nice and crispy. I always like to tell people about our times at Camp David. At nighttime, we get our G.I. Joe sleeping bags next to the fire, pray to God. I always like to tell what Cheney, people what Cheney would say to God. He would say, dear God, I know I got a bad heart, but please let me live another day or I'll shoot you in the fucking face. That's how Cheney rolls. He calls the shots. Appreciate that. If you guys don't mind, I'm going to have to get out of here. i got to take a red eye back to Crawford tonight. Laura's making taquitos. It's Mexican for little taco. Appreciate that. I know summer vacation's almost over, but I'd like a lot of you guys to please take some time to visit my presidential library. A lot of people have told me, George, it's an awful big building for one copy of Goodnight Moon. I still appreciate that. All right, guys, that's going to do it for me, man. Thank you very much. Thank you, Pam Benjamin, Muni Radio, and all the comments. Yay! I was hoping that Aaron Barrett was going to come back and do the, do the Sesame Street joke. Would you do it just for fun? Do it. Okay, yay! Aaron Barrett back in. All right, all right. Looks like I'm getting a little encore here. Appreciate that. Uh, yeah, Sesame Street. I mean, uh, I grew up uh, watching educational television like Sesame Street. And I haven't had TV or cable in about four years now because it's just all uh, reality crap, you know? But if they, if they had like a channel for adults, like Sesame Street for adults to teach us about things we don't know about, like sex, right? I'm 42 years old. There's still things I don't know about sex they could teach me. Can you imagine this channel? They could call it Sesame Street After Dark. Right. Coming up on Bert and Ernie, brought to you by the letters S and M. Safe word, rubber ducky. <laughs> so let's stick around. Learn how to masturbate with your imagination with Big Bird. Oh yeah. Oh, right there, Snuffle up, I guess. Oh, Snuffy, stick your big furry chunk in my cloaca. Cloaca, word of the day. 
Still learning. Still learning. You men, hang out and learn how to eat pussy with Cookie Monster. Pussy! Oh, Cookie Monster love eat pussy! Cookie Monster love pussy! Special guest, Maria. Maria! Ooh, taco time! Taco time! Last week they gave me Big Bird. It was hard to get feathers out of my teeth. Hard to eat cloaca. <laughs> you kinky people stay up late with the count. <laughs> One, two, three, relax. <laughs> Four, five fingers inside. <laughs> now you're fisting. Now, I'm not saying that's something I want to learn about, but who better to teach you about fisting than a puppet, right? <laughs> Boo! All right, that's the Sesame Street joke. Thanks for laughing at that. All right, guys, thank you. Yay, drummer comedian Aaron Barrett. Yay, and then yay. Uh, this has been an amazing show thus far, and you guys are in for the biggest treat right now. It's barely, I'm barely able to express myself and how excited I am for the musical extravaganza that's gonna explode all over your faces. All over their faces. It's gonna be crazy. You guys need to get ready and you need to clap like, I mean, you have no idea how amazing these guys are. Like that the fact that they're not famous yet just blows my mind. So uh, clap like you've never clapped before. The amazing comedy musical stylings of More Divine. Hey, look, I'm tall enough. Yeah! Yeah! yeah. Fuck yeah! Fuck if you're gonna be, if you're gonna be eating these grapes, now they have pretty prominent seeds in yeah. them. Be careful! Yeah. They are delicious, but full of seeds. Oh man, I don't know. I don't know if I've eaten grapes, grapes like this. <laughs> You're experiencing a new experience, guys. Uh, we're not a, we're not an act. We're a combination of new experiences. Yeah. Ooh, that's oh, pretty good. That's our next cute. album. Uh huh. This is Andrew Moore. And this is Spencer Divine. What? <laughs> okay, wait, wait. Okay. This is Spencer Divine. This is Andrew Moore. But together we are more divine. Art is real. Yeah. 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 I can die now. I'm having a baby. I was so excited. Yeah. I'm having a baby. Yeah. Oh, throw that baby in that churro bag. Get it to Sydney. Calm down. We only got so much time. None so of your, none of your shenanigans. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are not just musical comedians. Uh, we are artists. We are musicians. Leaders. Teachers. Um, snappy dressers. Hey. Ladies. Ladies. Um. Lady. Lady. <laughs> no, ladies. Dude. Ladies. Bro. <laughs> 
guys. Ladies. People. Uh, we're also good, good at, at making, making lists. Checking them off. Bullet points. Brat, brat. More divine experience. Get ready. Uh, so with every song we like to sing, uh, we like to have a positive message. We want you guys not only laughing, uh, but also learn. learning. Fun formational. <laughs> Copyright symbol, okay? I know none of us are lawyers, but don't steal our shit! Boom. If any of you want to become musical comedy duos, you two, you can leave now. Break your fucking okay? kneecaps. This is our house for the next 15 minutes. Yeah. And then you guys feel free to do what you want. Yeah. I don't know. I don't control the space. Uh, I didn't rent this out. No, it's all good. Uh, Spencer, what song do you want to do? What do you want to do? Uh, do the one that you were saying. Do we want? Um, okay. This is a Here this is a, something we all deal with. Uh, yeah. How many guys, and be honest, Good show question. of hands. We're a participation act. Honest. All right. How many of you guys have ever been a victim of peer pressure? Sup? Hey, raise your hands. Come on. Your hand Come on, raise your hand, Dave. Your Come on, raise up. your hand. Up. Keep your, your hand, hand up. up. What are you raising? What are you putting it down forever? Put it back up, man. Look at everyone. Thank you. Shelly. Come on, Shelly. Put it up. Shelly. Fucking. Put your goddamn hand up. Come on, put your hand up. Look at just everyone at once. Just everyone. If all your friends jumped off a bridge, would you want to be the only one who didn't jump off the bridge? Loser. Have no friends anymore? Well, that's Kevin. He didn't jump off the bridge, but all his friends did. He's so alone. <laughs> anyway, so now that we can all relate. God. Um, this, is a, this is actually um, the only song in which I play an instrument. The so only one. I'm just going to get it. The only <laughs> mm, No, he's not going to. It's an instrument. Oh. It's an instrument. Hey, I'm not a Just tool. Just you can smoke weed out of it doesn't mean he does. God. On stage. That's good. It's mm, At this establishment. Mm, right. Mm, that was that pub good. that let me smoke right. inside. Whatever. Don't worry about it. Um, this is a song about peer pressure. Here goes, we go. Right, goes like this. 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 Okay, Spencer, how's it go? How does it go? Well, there's a bunch of arguing, and then some silence, and then you start, because we only have, like, fucking 18 minutes <laughs> left. Getting late, and if 
free little baggie full of white dust do a line it's a social must mama you wouldn't say no to a friend there's only one thing remember i said Drugs, you're cool. If you don't, then you're not. If you do drugs, you're cool. If you do not, then you are not. Heroin! (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, Andrew, the microphone stands. It's broken. The song, we stopped singing the song. This is song. Fuck. It's just. <laughs> Fuck. Ecstasy! I'm saying you ain't. I'm saying you ain't. I'm saying you. My mom is a wonderful lady. I know, she's very She is good and fun. Yes. Two halves. And a thrifty shopper. Whatever. Uh, It's facts about my mom. Hashtag facts about my mom. Let's start a revolution. Anyway. Twitter tag. Hashtag. Face square. What are you kids doing? As you can see, we are a very hip and relevant comedian. I do it. I don't do a hashtag. I do a Keith tag. Yeah, that <laughs> tag. Yeah, that tag. And then I immediately forget it. Oh, fuck the internet. Know. I'm doing drugs. Uh, so uh, uh, this one's about okay? uh, an often overlooked. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. So every day uh, we see people. Uh, we acknowledge our friends, our family, uh, but people get passed over. Right. And maybe these people do a lot more for the community and sure. out. You know, deeper story than you S- give them credit some for. Some people are underlooked. Right. Or and we don't appreciate them. Under overlooked. So, oh, yeah. yeah, under overlooked. Oh. 
overly underlooked. They are yeah. overlooked underwhelmingly. No, god damn it. You get it. Anyway. Shut up. Some often This is a, this is a group activity. Yeah. You figure the other half out. Whatever. It's a song about that person. Yeah, underlooked people. Yeah, like Heroes. Goes like this. Goes like this. That's like good. This. Good for you. the California Condor, uh, followed by two whips.
can't tell. Puppy. One. Not right after that one, just because it's uh, not that it's the same song or anything. Uh, yeah, let's do that one. Yeah. I like that one. So uh, this song is a song. Um, it came like most of like them. Like most of them, not all of them. Pick out the one that's not. Uh, so back in February, there was Valentine's Day, a great holiday to spend with your bandmate. Right. Uh, getting and super we wasted. Were, if yeah. you were curious. We were getting drunk and sure, we were talking we like bandmates do. do. You wouldn't understand it. Yeah, okay? you know, you know, maybe Very once, maybe once you guys become a band, you'll start talking to each but other. But just don't be a duo. They came to the show. They haven't said one word to each other. They maybe they're good audience members. Maybe they're just not friends. Right. Anyway. <laughs> this is crowd work, Andrew. I'm doing great. I'm don't just trying to tell a story. I get it. Oh, so hey, where are you from? Yeah. Great. Sure, so are. we were talking, and we found out uh, something pretty awkward. That uh, it's that we have the same taste in ladies, <sighs> which is awkward. It's awkward after shows, cause uh, when they all when they all flock you, you just have to just like split them in half. You know, can't really argue over it. You just gotta split, split them in half. You know, split them in half. Split them in half. That one was for the camera, guys. <laughs> Oh Weird. shit. I'm on <laughs> I'm on camera spreading a message. Whatever. So this is a this is a song about the same kind of ladies that we're into. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Great. Okay. Yeah. Good. Mhm. Mm I want a girl who's pretty. Who's always witty and has cold skin? Who's quiet? Yeah, and doesn't sag. I want a girl who stays in at night in a body bag. I want a dead girl. I want a dead girl. I want a dead girl. I want a dead dead girl. Oh my sexy lady, you know you're my kind of girl. You knew I loved you when I first saw you At your funeral I kinda think that you're sexy I even think you're alright but my, but my favorite part about you is You have to seen the light I want a girl in bed that's stiff like me Ain't no other grave digger that can rip like me When we get in the club we're the R.I.P. Fucked her in the verse and I fucked her in the chorus Found her body lying in a forest Can't stop me I've been waiting for this position 35. Sexy break up Motus. I want a dead girl. Mid-age Caucasian female, multiple stab wounds to the chest. We need suction. We're losing blood pressure fast. Get the electronic defibrillator from the preordained safety case shown to you in your preordained safety training videos, but never used in actual practice. Charge! Clear! 
Time of death. Now-ish. Bring her body to my office. Wink. End of song. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking yeah. Last one. One last one. One last one. One. I'm stalling. Two last ones. Let's do two then. Let's do two. Hey guys, um, so this is the portion where Andrew tunes his guitar no and joke, I tell no you a, joke. I'm tell and I tell you a joke, but first I explain what we're doing. Okay, so my joke is um, knock knock. Who's there? Uh, child protective services. Uh, we've heard some complaints from around uh, some anonymous sources and we're obligated under the limits of the law to investigate, if not make an official report on the incident. Hilarious. That's the end of that joke. Joke number one, complete. Hilarious. Music. What? Where? What? No crime took place in that joke. We're not a triple threat. Not that was, that was if anything, that was, a, that was a joke about government inefficiency. <laughs> yeah. Yes. No. Yeah, no. no. <laughs> Actually, no. no. There was no child in that joke. No children were harmed in the making of that that's joke. That's true. Except for in the broader sense, right, and that's terrible. Next song! Uh, this song is our last song. Is Two songs. Song? Two songs. This song is uh, about us. Do you want to do the one about us? Uh -huh. Is that the other one? Okay. Well, okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, we've, I know we've been on a musical journey together. Sure. And um, you guys are at a bit of a disadvantage as the audience. Right. We apologize. You... You know us and you love us and we don't know anything about yeah, you, you. You know, right, right. You know we're talented and handsome, but and you hilarious. Really know us. You know, I'm gonna take this jacket off. You explain it. I'm also very sweaty. Are you oh, very God, sweaty? It's hotter in here than I thought. So take off all your clothes. I it's have cool. the bravery to take my clothes off. I'm not doing it. This is a style I'm sticking to. Uh, so anyway, this, this song is about us. It's uh, an original we wrote. We're sorry. It's a little more serious than right. the other ones we've written because it's art. Yeah. So it's a song about us. It's an original. Mm -hmm. yeah. Thank you. And we wrote it. It's an original. Yeah, of course. It's an original that we wrote. The wind. It's, the wind is serious. Have you never heard of typhoons? The wind. Okay. In West Philadelphia. Born and raised. On the playground is where we spend most of our days. I'm Will Smith right now. What? I mean, I know we wrote this yes. song. It's an original. Right. Uh, but I always imagined that I could be Will Smith. Just, <laughs> just a more general dream, I guess. 
Another, Another one. important question. And be um, honest. How many of you in the audience are in love? Ooh, bummer. Woo! Wow. Hey, good for you. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> no! Ah, hey, God, whatever, you, whatever you're into, but... Whatever hey, you do. we can't, we can't condone you. it, but we can't say you can love whatever you want. The heart wants what the heart wants. Un, uh, you know, people fucking animate objects yeah. every day. That sure. works. Unrequited love. Aha, we got her. Stalking. We oh. got her. Uh, so this song is about love. Um, it's about love. Um, but not just love. Uh, this is about the one you love. No, it, uh, it's how, how you, love you love the one you love. love. With your love. Um, <laughs> lovingly. In summary, hashtag love. We're See, we're cool, we're hip. Put us on your face. Kids. Pages. 
Share us with your likes. Hashtag oh. champagne bubble bath. Let's get it started. Let's do it. 2013, baby. Woo. All right. So this one, okay, this one's funky. Mm. Yeah, it was a little funky. But, uh, I don't know if I was prepared for any of this. No, you were not. Oof. I'm going to bring it back now. That's funky. Um, uh, I'm going to funk the shit out of it. Shit. Thank you. God damn it. What? What? That's our third, that's our fourth, fifth song. It's called right. Messing Up the Original Song. Right. And then Getting Back on Track. Right. This is song number six. Okay. <laughs> this is for us later when we sell this album for a million dollars. Okay. Just do it from your party. Do the by birthday party. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Baby, it's my birthday. some butt stuff, yeah, butt stuff. Wanna do some butt stuff with you, with you. Wanna do some butt stuff, yeah, butt stuff. Wanna do some butt stuff with you, with you. You know I am your man, and I'm not overside. So open up your can, cause I'm tired of your pussy. Now put your back to Chocolate factory Relax and let's do Bud stuff, yeah, bud stuff Wanna do some bud stuff with you With you Wanna do some bud stuff, yeah, bud stuff Wanna do some bud stuff with you With you I know your eyes say no I know your mouth says no I know your heart says no, 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 no I said no like seven times. Words have power. No. I just thought, you know, it was like a special occasion. It is a special occasion. It is our anniversary. It's my birthday. We started this song twice. It was the first line of this song twice. Remember every word to every song. The one, this one, yeah. You don't know, you might want to. I have a headache. (laughs) What if I, 
and work in the morning and cramps the trifecta. You don't want to do anything. Maybe you know I love it. It would make us be Still wanna do some bars Some comedians from other places that are going to do some guest sets for you. Uh, the first one, he comes, he hails all the way from Seattle. He's going to blow your minds. Put your hands together. Everybody, it's Mauricio! Thank you! Wow, butt stuff, man. White people are weird. <laughs> all right, finally, there's a Mexican in the mission performing. This is the affirmative action part of the show. You two, stay. All right, good. I'm about to get revenge for our people. Uh, my name is Mauricio. Uh, those of you guys that don't know me, I'm from Mexico, Mexicali, and Portland, Oregon, which means I like a great game of murder, kidnapping, hacky sack. What is up, mission? <laughs> yeah, I like uh, talk about my country. My country is amazing, and I don't know what Donald Trump has been telling you, but I am not a rapist. All right, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought that would be one applause. Yeah. Are you guys pissed off about that? Like Donald Trump, he keeps saying like, man, Mexico keeps sending rapists and criminals. I was like, what the fuck did US send to Afghanistan? 
trigger happy motherfuckers that like country music, right? And a cheesecake factory. They have cheesecake factory now in Afghanistan, yeah. And it's like they keep blaming Mexicans for all the problems. They're just like, oh my God, all these drugs, drug cartels. I'm like, it's not Mexicans that are buying these drugs. You know who's buying these drugs? USA. They're stacking US dollars. You guys know that white movie, It's a Wonderful Life? Where they're just like, every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. Where every time some douchebag asshole from a fraternity buys cocaine in this country, a little Mexican kid gets killed in Juarez. Oh, too soon. Shop at Dan, <laughs> shop at Donna Torres, and you'll make up for it. You know, <laughs> it's like man, it's like uh, I hate how they keep blaming my country for all these things. And my country is special, man. There's a lot of love down there, a lot of beauty. And the one thing that I liked is that we're smarter. We are ten times smarter than you guys. Like here, you guys put up with dicks. I've noticed this. If there's a guy that's a dick at a bar, he gets 86 from the bar, but you still have to deal with him out in the street. You know what happens when you're a dick in Mexico? We kill you. <laughs> We don't have to deal with you for the rest of my life. That's it. Saves a lot of time, man. A lot of fucking time. I'm from Mexico, Mexicali. It's Thursday's dangerous part in like Mexico, right? We made it into the stats, right? Uh, we, our main thing that we got on TV was for uh, CNN had an exclusive. They were like, there's a secret tunnel in Mexicali, doo doo doom, and it leads to the US. I was like, I knew we should have murdered Anderson Cooper when we had the chance, you know? Because this was before he came out, so it wouldn't have been a hate crime, you know? Like, we had him, man. We had him. But my country is special, man. One thing I like about my country is that all the women are hot. In my part, Mexicali, Mexico, all the women are hot. They're hot and they're down to fuck. I told this to my friend, this is a real problem for me. He's like, well, if they're hot and they're down to fuck, why is this a problem? I'm like, cause I want to sleep with 85% of my cousins. And I have a chance cause they're impressed by a US $20 bill. You know, it's like, I'm there, you know? I'm there. <laughs> Good, man. Uh, I'll take it, man, all the way from that. <laughs> I still got that butt sex song in my head. I'm like, God, man, I need to go get baptized after this shit, man. Like, God, white people will get you in trouble with their influence, you know? Yeah. One thing I like to talk about right now is my whole mindset has changed. One thing I've been dealing with is I've been battling alcohol. My body has changed. I'm 28. And now me and alcohol, our relationship has changed. So I had to quit a certain amount of alcohol, like certain lists that I have. Do you guys want to hear the list? All right. I finally had to quit. Number one, I finally had to quit mimosa. It's over, man. I had to quit mimosa because I kept getting sad and paranoid. And I kept listening to Sarah McLaughlin alone. You know, I was like, damn, this is not cool at all, man. Not cool, you know. I had to quit my best friend, which is whiskey, because every time I drink whiskey and I overdo it, I come up with like 100 jokes, right, you know? But uh, one thing that became of me is I became an angry drunk. I became pissed off, yeah. The only thing I had a problem with is how people judge me. They're like, Mauricio, you were out of control, man. I cannot believe what you were doing. I was like, what was I doing? And it was like, you were being loud, and you kept saying that I'm not doing enough to change the world like Bono from U2. <laughs> I was gonna cut you off as a friend, man, all right? And I was like, remember what you did when you were my age and you crossed the line with whiskey? You got into a fight and you impregnated the wrong chick. I think I did better than you, Mr. 40-year-old man, right? It's like, don't judge me. I judge you, man. I judge you. And I finally had to quit one that really hurt because it makes me half Mexican. Guys, don't look at me. I had to quit tequila. 
damn, that hurt, man. That hurt because the last time I did tequila, I like got really wasted and at my friend's going away party, I started crying. Which like on his little Waffle House comedy tour, I could care less if he went off a fucking cliff and died. It was daddy issues, all right? Let's get that straight. It was daddy issues. That's why I was crying. And then I, yeah. And then I whipped out my dick and started pissing on an AIDS research center. I was like, I'm an animal. I'm an animal on tequila. I was like, damn, man. You know, now every time I hear that song, I'm scared, right? When it's like, I'm like, no mas. No mas. It's over. Well, my name is Mauricio. Thank you. Yay, Mauricio, all the way from Seattle. Uh, our last guest comedian, uh, he hails all the way from Alaska, which is even farther than Seattle. Uh, if if he's offensive, uh, it's it. Don't worry about it. He's really authentic. He's the most authentic person I've ever met. Put your hands together. It's Zach. Oh, Wiseman. What's up, dude? How you doing, dude? Fucking rocking out. You're an awesome dude, dude. Um, yeah, this is ridiculous. So, okay, I'm wearing Toms. I got Toms. I didn't buy them. It's not like I'm buying the Toms. I live across the street from a Salvation Army, and people just drop shit off in the middle of the night, and I am there to collect donations, right? So I got fucking six pairs of Toms the other night. It's fucking, it's a come up. Uh, I guess, like, the way they work, though, like, when you buy them, is, like, for every pair of Toms you buy, they're like, hey, kid, make one for yourself, you know? Like, that's good. I like that from a company to care about their employees, right? It's such a weird thing. Like, why don't they just send money to Africa? Just send fucking money. Why shoes, man? I mean, it's like people are just going to steal them and sell them for money anyway. It's a weirdly, it's a weirdly specific thing you want people, people to steal, Tom. I don't understand. We're going through all this trouble. Okay. Uh, my favorite part about Amish people is they can't tweet the dumb shit they believe at me. So at least I'm fucking safe from their wrath of the Amish. Wrath of the Amish. So Bill Cosby's been drugging and raping white women for a while now, huh? Yay! Huh? And I kind of respect that, you know? Like, the government's like, uh, we're not going to give you any reparations. And he's like, yeah. Well, I'm gonna take them. I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck one white woman for every acre of land you owe me, and two for the mule, because mules are fucking useful, easily worth two white women, right? Am I right? <laughs> you get you those reparations, Cosby. That's what I'm talking about. Respectable Cosby, more power to you. If I had a child, I would ruin that child. I think that's pretty apparent. And not even like the normal way people ruin kids, like uh, just not know what to do. I would also do that, but I would like intentionally try to, like if, if I ever caught my kid masturbating, I would pretend he was the first person to do that ever. Because that would be fucking great. Like you walk in, like what are you, is your penis itchy? What are you doing right now? Why is there yogurt coming out of your penis? Get in the car. We're going to the hospital. Get in the car right now. I wouldn't stop. I'd act frantic the whole time. I'd pace in the waiting room, get, finally get to see the doctor. Be like, all right, listen, doctor, this is going to sound strange. I walked in with my kid. Uh, he was practicing shaking hands with his dick. 
You know, he's 12 years old, uh, trying to get a job, probably realizes a firm handshake is really how you steal that interview. So uh, he's practicing shaking his hands with his dick, right? And then, like, tapioca starts coming, like, hey, show me what you're doing. No, come on. It was faster than that. Jesus Christ, I'll show him. Holy shit, Doc, you gotta try this. And that'd be the day my kid thought he invented masturbation. And that's a weird thing to do to a kid, right? No? Okay. Good, fantastic, good. I'm, uh, I'm terrible at dirty talk. Like, it's... I can... Like, when someone's, like, talk dirty to me, I have to, like, turn on filters in my brain. Because, like, I, I just... Like, most of the shit, I'm like, that's just funny. That's just a funny... You know, you're wetter than a horny teenager water park. That's just dumb. Uh, uh, I was fingering this chick one time, and uh, she was like, talk dirty, and I had this thought in my head, this is what popped in my head, out of the random ones, uh, and I said it, I chose to say it, I said this, uh, uh, the only reason we're not fucking right now is because uh, is I decided not to rape you, and I said that to her while I was fingering her, and uh, she came, she came. Uh, that was still not a good decision on my part. That was still a dumb fucking thing to choose to say that. Because, like, I mean, sure, you can push pre-flop with seven deuce and win, but you're still a fucking asshole. That's not the wise choice, you know? Never fucking say that. I don't think there's anything on this planet that could possibly be more confusing than being a tranny with amnesia, right? That's gotta be the weirdest fucking thing. The whole world, cause there's one or two things you notice, right? You're like, uh, these tits or uh, this dick. And that's how you know if you truly identify. But like, you're like, come on guys. Where'd this dick come from? Who did this? All right guys, I'm fucking out of here. You have a good, uh, whatever. Wiseman, a host of Communist Folding Chair every Monday from 2 to 4. Uh, you guys should listen to that. Thank you so much for being here and listening all day on the Noise Pop special Mutiny Radio podcast. Uh, this was a great show. I'm so happy about this whole day. Uh, I'm, I'm schwitzing everywhere uh, because of my happiness. Thank you, everybody who joined us today. Thank you to the whole day, all the comedians, a floating goat, uh, murdering it. And uh, we had the headliner Thou here earlier, and then, and then the cipher was so beautiful, and the vinyl swap. Everyone who's been here today all day, thank you so much. And uh, like us on Facebook, we're Mutiny Radio, yay! Enjoy Floating Goat, yay! Food relieves insomnia, anxiety, stress, chronic brain, depression, nausea, and can induce euphoria and stimulate appetite. I'm gonna guess waffles. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> Actually, Alex, the food I'm talking about are cannabis-based medicinal extracts. Cannabis-based medicinal extracts? That sounds like you're smoking drugs, Ed. No, baby. There are smokeless, safe, and less expensive alternative to smoking. But can I use 
use it to sleep. Yes, baby! Good, because I'm so excited by this that I may never sleep again! And it sounds like you, Alex, may want to check out the number 4AltaCalifornia.com. That's 4AltaCalifornia.com for a non-addictive pharmaceutical-free alternative to smoking medical marijuana. Check them out today at number 4AltaCalifornia.com.
just what you're feeling Won't you listen to what the DJ's spinning He's tapping into just what you're feeling d'Amérique dans lequel Arizona Cowboy dingue du bang bang du flingue De l'arme du cheval et de quoi faire la bringue Poursuivi par Smith et Wesson 
Col des ringers, Winchester et Remington Il erre dans les plaines, fier, solitaire Son cheval et son partenaire Parfois, il rencontre des indiens Mais la rue est vers l'or et son seul dessin Sa vue suit un cours que l'on connaît par cœur La rivière sort autour d'Otto Preminger Tandis que John Wayne est looké à la lutte et lutte Propre comme un archiduc, oncle Sam Meluc Hollywood nous perd La vie de tous les jours comme dans les nouveaux westerns Mais Gara Gary Cooper, le western moderne est installé dans le secteur Quand la ville dort, les trains ne sifflent pas Les sept mercenaires n'ont pas l'once d'un combat Harry, désormais, est proche de garde de l'Est Ils sautent les bocs et les lieux pour un nouveau Far West Les saloons sont des bistrots, on y vend des clopes Pas de la chic du top hmm, Du cinémascope, il entre dans le bar Commande un indien, scalpe la mousse, boit, repose le verre sur le zinc Une deux chevaux se part, sous les types se baignent Pour des motifs futiles comme dans les nouveaux westerns Les stènes sont une sorte de multinationale qui exporte le western et son modèle féodal. Dicte le bien, le mal, le qui lutte et les Dalton sont camouflés en pose, puis c'est Weston. On dit que ce qui compte, c'est le décor. La vie ne fait pas le moins dans la rue et vers l'or. Dès lors, les techniques se perfectionnent. La carte à peu se remplace Remington. Mais Harry, à Paris, n'a pas eu de chance. On le stoppe sur le périph' avec sa diligence. Puis on le place à Fred pour que Fred le freine. Victime des directives, ce qu'on l'appelle le nouveau.
welcome to Norway.
Because I don't 